Have you ever looked at someone who is a corporate practitioner or a business owner and was curious about their journey, what they've experienced, their passion projects, and the practices that have helped them be successful in their work? The Formula Exchange Podcast is the place where the inner genius of our guest meets your curiosity. Our podcast episodes are quick chats geared towards revealing the person behind the LinkedIn profile. You'll quickly discover and learn about their journey what they're doing, and our guests will leave you with a formula to help you conquer your next. I'm your host, Dr. Lenny Cook. My Working Soul is a unique business and career resource offering targeted full cycle support for career professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders. In a time of unprecedented change in our world and the global economy, now more than ever is the time for us to call on our innate talents tapping into the spark of ingenuity that will ignite opportunity for ourselves and our communities. Created to inspire and empower today's workforce, My Working Soul is also proud to be supporting Second Try Company, a CBD topical brand and MWS client with an important mission. So, hey, Corinne, good morning, how are you? Good morning, Lynn, I am doing well, how are you? I'm doing very well, doing very well. Now there's so much I wanna cover with you, um, but before we jump in, talking about my working soul and the work that you're doing, can you briefly tell us a little bit about how you've come to be where you are in your journey? Mm -hmm. What a great question. Um, so for me, uh, this has definitely been a journey. My working soul started about five years ago and it was just a concept. Um, it was really centered around my idea of that, that soul inside of me that didn't feel fulfilled by the nine to five, um, that was looking for something more. And um, that is kind of what inspired my journey. And since then, it's taken a lot of twists and turns, not always in the way that I expected, but that's been a blessing. And it's kind of the essence of the whole company is to not just, you know, illustrate my personal journey, but also to follow and support the journeys of others. Awesome, awesome. Um, so what's something about your personal journey that's important for our listeners to know? What's important about my journey for listeners to know is that um, I'm not special. <laughs> um, I definitely have a <laughs> particular journey um, and a particular story, but so do you and, and so does everyone listening. Um, and we're all important. All of our working souls and all of our journeys are important. So even though I am a highlighted example, um, I don't see myself as different from everyone else. I think I, I really do uh, see in everyone that same person that I was early career that maybe didn't know or even pre-entrepreneur. Um, so I really relate to everyone that I help because I know that I was in that place before as well. Yeah, yeah. One of the premises of the Formula Exchange podcast is that everyone has an aha moment that they can share, right? <laughs> and so in that in and of itself, that's special and unique to each person their their journey, um, their experience. Um, I, I do know that you have a background in HR. So what are some of the things that you experienced while working in HR? Mm -hmm. um, so working in human resources, it's definitely a really great career choice because there's so many options. Um, you can go into benefits, 401k administration, you can go into training, you can go into recruitment. 
um, you can go into traditional generalist HR. Um, so my experiences in human resources have been varied. I feel really lucky to have had the chance um, to start my career in that place because I think the, the professionals and the leaders in human resources that really have a heart for people and want to support people's lives and journeys, um, that's what really attracted me to it. So on the positive side, I would say it's really varied. A lot of us tend to come to the profession because we care about people. Um, on, I guess I would say some of the challenges that human resources professionals face today and, you know, looking ahead is that we're even redefining the term human resources and what that means. Um, we're starting to realize that, hey, maybe the, you know, put everything under one bucket of human resources, maybe we should take a different approach. Um, so I think it's definitely a time of dynamic change for HR professionals. Um, and it's definitely warranted. I see that as a positive. Okay, Kareem. So with that said, what are some viable alternatives for someone in the HR um, industry, right? Either, either as practitioners or as people who are, you know, reaping the benefit of uh, having a collision with someone in HR? Mm -hmm. Great question. And I would say that on several fronts, we're noticing a lot of dynamic changes. So just in terms of like talking about uh, the recipients, like the HR professionals, um, I've noticed a trend in our industry where they're moving a lot of things towards third-party consulting. So instead of having traditional human resources within a company, um, there's now a lot of external firms. And I actually really love that relationship because I think it avoids a lot of the conflict of interest that sometimes happens in HR. Um, so I think having it as a separate resource that is equally uh, accessible by employers and employees and having that equity involved is really important. So on the professional side, I do see that trend. And I think it's it's helpful for human resources leaders as well, because it's, it's definitely a career with burnout. Um, so I think just the arrangement of having a third-party relationship can just ease a lot of stress on the professionals themselves. And then, of course, it's really important to mention the employees, the communities that we serve. What's the best alternative for traditional HR for those folks. Um, and I would really just say um, on the career front, I think everyone needs to take stock of themselves, um, their career and what they really want, especially in a post-COVID era. Um, and especially with career services, I think the alternative to just being a passive employee and putting our future and our livelihoods in the hands of others um, I really want to encourage succeeding generations and the workforce right now to recognize your value, recognize your worth, um, and recognize that you don't have to be just a cog in the machine. You can actively um, have a shape in your career destiny. Well, you said so much. Uh, you said recognize your value, recognize your worth. Um, don't be, don't just be a cog in the machine, right? That's that really speaks towards your love for people um, and potential. So I guess let's lean that into talking about what you're working on in terms of your passion. Like, um, how is your passion for people spilling into the, the projects that you're working on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is such a great question. And it, it kind of alludes to the twists and turns of my journey and my working soul as a company. 
because when I first started out, I knew that I wanted it to be yoga related. And I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll do talent acquisition. I have a recruiting background. It makes sense. (laughs) That's what I'll do. Um, But in the course of my journey, I realized that, you know, the clients that I was getting and the support that they needed, they needed a lot more than just talent acquisition. So my services pivoted uh, to meet my clients where they were. Um, And so overall, I think that was a surprising part of my journey to realize that, okay, I'm going to do more than just talent acquisition. I'm going to support entrepreneurs from the start of their journey, whether that's career services or executive coaching, all the way to the end of the journey, which hopefully is not the end, but scale mode (laughs) when we're actually ready to hire your first employee. So um, one of the things that was joyful to me in all of that was recognizing that I had a lot more in myself to offer more than I thought I did. Um, And it was really joyful to see the different evolution that my clients took from being here to being here and knowing that I played a part in that. Did I answer that question fully? (laughs) You did. You, you answered it brilliantly, actually. Um, What, so your approach to, I guess, handling human potential and human capital is much different than the traditional, you know, ways that we kind of see human resources, um, affected within, you know, the work environment, what's something that wasn't misunderstanding that existed that you were kind of able to identify so that you could actually kind of shift or pivot your approach? Mm -hmm. Love that question. And I, I think it starts with my journey. Um, So again, I don't recognize myself as different from anyone else. I think a lot of us experience this, but ultimately I just wasn't satisfied, Um, especially being uh, an early career starting in human resources. I was privy to a lot of sensitive conversations Um, and, you know, business is business. There are hard conversations that are going to need to happen. Um, But I was just really struck by the employee employer relationship Um, and how unequal it seemed. And that's not necessarily the fault of employers. Um, I would never fault organizations and say, oh, all this is your fault. Um, I don't think that's true. I think organizations have a lot of challenges to contend with as well, Um, but the entire system is broken. We're operating on this idea of a 40 hour work work week, which is quite antiquated already. Um, We've already eliminated for most people um, the idea and concept of a physical office space, Um, but that innovation has not trickled down to everyone. So something I talk about frequently is the fact that um, I started in construction staffing, I started Amazon fulfillment recruitment, and I recognize that not all professionals are reaping all those benefits that have happened in a post-COVID era. So I recognize there's a lot of work to do to make sure we're including everyone in this new vision. Um, But again, this whole journey was part of my journey, Um, a part of me recognizing that I needed support to make my dreams come true, make my professional aspirations come true. Um, And the problem that I recognized was this this relationship of work, it's not working for all of us and we need someone who can facilitate that change in a positive way. Yeah, and you, it, in terms of what you just shared, I, I have two thoughts that are just kind of emerging. One is equity, you know, um, and that's a really, in, in 
in light of the climate of what's happening in the world today, right? Equity is a huge theme that um, kind of begs our attention on so many levels. Um, so I really just kind of hear you speaking in terms of humanizing the ideal of work in the workspace for all employees and all workers within any given workspace. Um, how could humanizing the world of work lend value to our audience? Mm-hmm. So much value because um, this doesn't happen in isolation, right? If we're talking specifically about America, we're definitely in a time of crisis right now, as you alluded to, in so many different ways. Um, And it's interesting because work so often falls alongside of that. Um, Work is something that, like it or not, tends to define a lot of who we are and, you know, how we experience life, especially in America that has one of probably the most brutal work cultures in the entire world. So I think humanizing the workplace is going to do a lot of things. I think it opens up the working space as a safe space, um, as a place where everyone can feel included, where nobody has to feel like I'm not represented here. I don't belong here. I'm afraid to talk to these people. These resources aren't for me. Um, really opening up that dialogue and, and extending a hand. Like one of a brief example I'll share is one of my core services is career services. Um, And one of the things I was shocked by, you know, at first, but unfortunately not shocked by now is that a lot of people are never approached by recruiters. Um, They never are talked to by a career coach. Um, So part of the work that I do is I want to open up those dialogues with people that are fulfillment associates at Amazon, with people that are in logistics fulfillment. Um, I want them to feel just as special and included um, as I do for the software engineer that I work with or the production chemist. Um, it's, it's very inclusive because everyone goes through this um, and nobody is immune to wanting to have a more human workplace. Yeah. So really, you're kind of speaking on um, just having a, an authentic approach to connecting with your humans that, you know, that you work with. Um, For you, what has been a bright spot in your journey and how have you found success with being able to forge those authentic connections? And I ask this because, you know, everyone doesn't, do not take that same approach to connecting with people to serve them. You really have um, a servant mindset or a servant approach to working with people. Yeah, I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you. I will take that compliment with love. Um, And I'll I'll answer your question on two fronts, because I I think it's an important question to ask. Um, In terms of like working with organizations, I have a client in my head right now that I'm so, so grateful for. Uh, She was my first client. And I just finished an event with her where it was, you know, very well, like cry, like, wow, I'm so happy for you. You've come so far. Um, So On the client side, there was someone who started out with me uh, just starting their business when we first got together. And now this person has a million dollar valuation, is getting ready to scale. Um, And we just had an event and I just, you know, we looked at each other because we were kind of far away. It was just like, I love you. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) And it was just amazing because um, this person is risk averse. Uh, They are not necessarily the type of person to put themselves out there. Um, And then now they're like laughing and joking and presenting in front of a huge room like it's nothing. (laughs) 
And that was a really proud moment. And it was fulfilling because this person has worked so hard and I'm, I'm just so glad to see them at the stage in their journey. That was an authentic connection. It remains an authentic connection and it's so meaningful to me. So on that like client side, uh, I connect there and I see the difference in their company and their livelihood. And then it's also all about connecting those people who maybe have never talked to a recruiter, have never thought about, you know, future career prospects. Maybe they never finished a traditional four-year education Um, and really saying to that person, do you know how special you are? I want you on my team. I want to teach you how to do these things. If you've never used Excel, I will teach you to use Excel. Do you want to use Canva? Let's learn Canva. And not only investing in those people, but then making that connection link between that talent pool to that startup entrepreneur who needs that type of employee number one, that type of connection is so meaningful as well, because then I see the difference in their lives. Like, wow, I never got to work remote before. Wow, I never was trained. I never thought about learning this or learning that. So also on that side, that's incredibly meaningful. And I don't want to understate that because it makes me feel like I'm really making a difference to uh, help help the world. Because honestly, we have a, a massive shift in talent happening right now where a lot of jobs are going to be eliminated. And we need to invest in that workforce, invest in that community and retrain them um, before they're replaced by a lot of the technology, which is great, but we can't leave people behind either. Yeah, wow. Yeah, your work is so layered and it provides solutions on so many levels. Um, there's that you know that clientele um, at the top level of companies that you're working with, as well as, um, you know, the layperson who's, you know, coming in wanting to be upskilled and even beyond that. Um, so I guess a, a big question for me to you is what's one of the most important things that you can learn while working to design a solution um, that is that is a strong alternative to the traditional um, HR model? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like totally putting myself on the spotlight here and saying that one of the biggest things that I've learned, but it's definitely been a challenge for me to learn it, um, has been work-life balance and self-care. It's very ironic because I talk a real good game (laughs) about work-life balance, um, but I'm I'm just as guilty. Uh, I am guilty of working 60-hour weeks. Um, I'm guilty of being really burned out and probably saying yes to one more thing that I shouldn't, you know, maybe sign on to that week. So that's been challenging for me is is just really coming to terms with how challenging it can be as an entrepreneur scaling your company because you're working your, you know, five to nine, nine to five, and then you're five to 10. (laughs) So that has probably been my biggest discovery is like, oh, wow, I'm a human too. I need to rest, Um, (laughs) which didn't occur to me before. Um, So it's funny because that's kind of underlying my company is is self-care as well. And that's why yoga is a component. Um, But it's so hard. And it's something that I have to fight towards and work towards every day because I get so much energy from what I do. And you'll notice that in my business model, I want to cater to everyone. I want to include everyone. Um, But it is a lot of work. And I've I've had to very consciously say to myself, especially in the later half of this year, hey, calm down, you know, you can rest too, Corinne. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's a perfect, uh, that's a perfect lesson to learn. Um, I personally, I shifted from not only just work-life balance, um, because there's so many different directions that you can be pulled in, but also just work-life harmony, meaning I'm only giving myself over to the things that actually make my heart sing or make that really resonate with me. Um, and then I, ha- I have a, co- a colleague who mentioned having work-life integration. Uh, where things are like perfectly integrated and, and working well. So the fact that you just gave your, yourself permission to hear yourself and honor yourself is really powerful. Um, so let's talk about your formula, okay? It seems oh. <laughs> that um, being able to connect better with other humans require a level of personal insight um, and honesty that you, you clearly have you, I don't know if you naturally have it or you just kind of developed it over time. Um, but um, for those in our audience who may naturally have it or may, maybe not naturally have it, um, what's your formula for a person being able to, do, to discover their own personal gift? Such an important question, Lynn. I would say number one is, is recognize yourself. Um, recognize yourself as a human being as a working soul start to recognize that there is a there's a part of you all of you that deserves care that deserves investment um you're worth it that was very very hard for me to learn very counterintuitive but you know it, it draws into my personal challenge which is not giving myself enough rest why did that happen because i didn't value myself um, and what i was contributing so for the world i would just say authentic connection starts with yourself. You have to authentically connect with yourself. Um, Be honest with what your fallacies are, what your strengths are, um, and come to the table authentically knowing that you're accepted. One of the things that I'll touch on briefly is my my personal heritage. Um, I'm Filipino, Japanese, German, and Irish. And I think part of that cultural heritage is I have a cultural background um, that, you know, kind of encourages just putting your head down a lot of the times and not saying anything. So it was a really hard lesson for me to learn that I could be honest in my truth, that I didn't have to apologize um, ahead of everything that I was doing. Um, So it was definitely something that was really hard for me personally, but that's part of the reason why I share this message is because I want other people to feel completely safe and open. And that's why whether I'm working with an organization or an individual, it always starts with, hey, whatever problems you think or do have, (laughs) I have problems too. We're all humans. And once we put all our cards on the table, that's when we can actually authentically connect with one another. It was amazing to learn that once I opened up about being burned out, <laughs> it opened up so many connections with other people that weren't there before. Um, so that's that's ultimately my formula is be authentic with yourself first, be gentle with yourself. That's what's going to prime you to authentically connect with other people. That's powerful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. So let's connect the dots um, as we bring things to a close. Uh, what should be the biggest takeaways or one of the biggest takeaways? Cause you said so much, what should be one of the biggest takeaways from your podcast segment? Yeah. Um, you know, I think the most important thing, especially in this moment 
is for all of us to value ourselves um, and also to value one another. I, earlier in the conversation, I alluded to the fact that I don't see myself as different from anyone listening or for any of my clients or anyone else. I think we're all very similar. We have so much more in common than we think we do. Um, and we really have to, as a nation, open those doors to connection, be willing to talk to people that might have different opinions than us. Um, and knowing that we're all in a safe space, we all have a shared identity. Um, so really just putting out that message of connection, it's a broad message, but I do think it's really important. Beautiful. And this is my favorite question to ask our podcast guest. Um, what can our audience do to help you on your journey? Honestly, um, let's all connect. <laughs> I would love to connect with everyone listening on this podcast. It's amazing. The friends that I've made. So even meeting you, Lynn, um, incredible person, extraordinaire. Um, that was through LinkedIn. That was through reaching out. So if you're listening right now, please do connect with me. I'm on LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn slash in slash my working soul. I want to talk to you. I want to hear about what you're passionate about. Let's connect together. Yeah. And on the Formula Exchange uh, podcast website, we do have Kareem's information so you can easily connect with her. Kareem, thank you so much for taking time to meet with us and to, to just share about your journey, your ahas, and your formula for discovering your depth. Uh, we really appreciate you. Thank you, Lynn. I appreciate you too.